Welcome to Family Life Today, brought to you with the compliments of this station and power to change. We're always encouraged to receive your feedback and comments on the program, but I'll tell you how you can do that at the conclusion. But now, here are your Family Life Today presenters, Dave and Ann Wilson with Bob Lapine. So this might sound crazy, but one of the things that I've always appreciated that you do, Dave, is you really do take care of yourself. Even the fact that you would make an appointment, go to the doctor. Um, you you told me to. <laughs> I know, but you actually did it. I feel like no, that. I'm kidding. You didn't tell me to. But, I mean, there have been times where I didn't take care. I didn't get a physical, but now I'm like, no, this is something. Yeah, and that makes it's me. It's important. It's crazy because I feel loved and I feel secure. When I, what? Yeah. Like knowing that you're taking care of yourself, that makes me not worry about the future. That makes me think like, oh, he's going to be around a little bit because he's taking care of himself. So you're telling me that I should go play more golf. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> is it is it physically exerting? Is that good for your heart? <laughs> you're telling me I should go work out. That's no. a good thing. No, it doesn't matter to me what you do, but I do like that you're taking care of yourself. You think all wives feel that way? I think that we worry about our men's health, you know, because we love you and want you to be around. Welcome to Family Life Today, where we want to help you pursue the relationships that matter most. I'm Ann Wilson. And I'm Dave Wilson, and you can find us at FamilyLifeToday.com or on our Family Life app. This is Family Life Today. So we've got Dave and Ashley Willis back in the studio with us at Family Life Today. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having us. I mean, we're glad you guys are back. And, uh, you know, many know you as the authors of Naked Marriage and Naked Marriage uh, Podcast. And your latest book, Naked and Healthy, which means you guys are health nuts, right? That means you're just nutritionists and physical specimens, right? Totally. Sometimes. Why do I feel like (laughs) everyone is smirking when they look at me saying you look like a health nut? Well, the irony is I'm, I'm not in that great of shape, okay? I'm, well, just, I have love handles, and God called me to write we a health book. We would never know that, Dave. Well, it's all about baggy clothing. Yeah, you in great shape. I have found that if you wear the right shirts, you can cover a multitude of sins. Oh well, God. it's interesting. In this book, as we're going to talk about, you, you say, uncover the lifestyle your mind, body, spirit, and marriage need. And we've already talked sort of about the mind and the emotions. Today's about the body. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, well right? let me say real quick, just kind of like why this this came together the way that it did anyway is we found you know what it seems like it would kind of be common sense that when we prioritize our own health and we encourage one another toward healthy living mind body and soul then the health of our marriage as a byproduct is naturally going to get healthier too but sometimes part of the reason why the marriage isn't healthy is because we've neglected our own health like mm. so we men, feel bad physically. so we just feel bad yeah. like we're we're feeling bad we're not at our best and so we can't be the best spouse that we can be. And so God wants us to have a healthy life, a healthy marriage, and it's mind, body, and soul. And if we'll do those things while at the same time prioritizing our marriage, then we're both going to be at our best. And so that's that was the goal behind the book is helping both spouses be at their best individually 
and learning the principles where they could learn to do that together within marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Will says, talk about how does the physical impact a marriage? And we're not, obviously, you wrote the book. It's not just about the sexual part of your marriage, but physical health, physical everything. Talk to us about it, because we often think about mental and emotional. We think about spiritual Often we think the body is important, but it's not really going to impact my marriage in a great way. How does it impact? Oh, my goodness. Well, if you're not feeling good, then you're probably not going to treat people as as well. I know that for me uh, has definitely been the case. And that can be like feeling good physically or even hungry if you're hungry. You know, you guys have heard the the term before. Hungry? Yeah, you're hangry, right? Yeah. And it's like not a good time to necessarily bring up like a really important conversation at that time because you're not feeling good. And I think that in marriage, like you said, you know, we, we tend to forget the importance of that. And Dave and I have learned this the hard way. Like we literally started out our marriage kind of doing, and we go into great detail about this in the book, but we kind of challenged each other to get in the best shape we could before, you know, our, our wedding night. The we honeymoon were excited Bob. about the honeymoon, That's right? right? And so we did, and we actually got in some really good shape. And then, you know, we went to an all-inclusive resort on our honeymoon, and I don't think we've ever eaten so many calories in our life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I gained, because I, I had lost too much weight, and I think I gained like something like five to 10 pounds or something and on our honeymoon. We, Are we not supposed to do that? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should, Keep you eating. know? It's, but but it's been... We- We've had we we say some people love each other in sickness and in health. We've oh. loved each other in thickness and in health. <laughs> we That's have. what we said because we've yes. had the full the full spectrum. And we try to come back though to what what God actually. This is the biblical principle we come back to in the in the book and everything we do. We we try to base it on completely on on God's word. You know, I had a preacher mentor of mine said, "By day one, whenever you speak, try to use a lot of scripture." That way you'll know at least something you said is actually true. And so I always come back to that. And so I'm like, yeah. Is that his accent too? That's That's how he talks. That's how he talks. It is. And so we try to always come back to Scripture. And what Scripture says on this in Corinthians, you know, the Apostle Paul is is challenging the church in Corinth. And one of the just the strongest ways he he says it on this topic is he says, honor God with your bodies. And in the broader context is you've been bought with a price. And, you know, people in Corinth were, you know, they were were sinning sexually, getting caught up in, in just a lot of the gluttony and hedonism and a lot of things of the culture and he was saying hey guys listen i know you know these bodies are are temporary but what we do in these bodies can have an eternal significance and you need to train and discipline your body like an athlete and you need to honor god with your bodies that doesn't mean we all have to have six-pack abs. I've never seen my abs. I believe they're there. It's like a faith thing. For me. I know. There's a lot of feasting in the Bible, too. I don't think Christians are supposed to be too skinny. I don't think I'm always a little skeptical of really skinny Christians. But Oh, my goodness. But what about the pushback that people are saying, you know, we shouldn't be consumed with worldly things. Looking really good, that's worldly. What mm. would you say to that? Well, it's really, it's not about vanity. It's about stewardship. You know, God has given us one body. And that one by we've got to do our best to be at our best in it because what we do, and again, Paul's analogy, we're training our bodies not just to win a, a, a trophy or a, a prize like the world gives out. I, even though there's nothing wrong with an athlete working hard to, to win a medal or a trophy or whatever, he said, but we're training our bodies because what we do in these bodies has eternal significance for God's work in God's kingdom and for us to be able to do all he's called us to do for ministry, for marriage, for our, our own legacy, we need to be healthy. I mean, I think we still enjoy life. And my goodness, I have good desires in this area. <laughs> but when it comes to food, like let me tell you a quick example. Like I, I was in a grocery store recently and something about being in a grocery store around food, like my judgment just plummets. I'm not as good. And I, Dave, and I, I am with you on I, this. I, I ran into someone that, you know, she, she and I used to have just 
in a really unhealthy relationship and I thought that she was just part of my past and and was not going to be part of my future but I saw her in the store and I just felt these old feelings and her name's Little Debbie and uh, and and I saw her display and I just I don't I know. Wondering, where are you going with that? A lot, of, a lot, going, a lot of old feelings came back, and I, I, I put her, I put a few boxes there in the cart. And There's a specific little Debbie. It's oatmeal cream pie. It's you like took I her just, home, huh? I took he her took her home. home. <laughs> and I had to confess to Ashley. Ashley, I, I brought little Debbie home. I just wanted she to. Even know. you guys, he hid it in a cabinet, like in a special. You really way. did? This no, is no. for real. No, for no. real. I keep because our kids eat everything. Like they eat so much. Stuff. We have four boys. There's just a lot. So that, big that now when I do bring little Debbie home, I have to hide oh, the box. Yeah, I have do. to have a special hiding place because they will find it. They will just find it. So, they will. Right. But we try to have balance. And I think, you know, we wrote, you know, some people listening might be like, well, what does this even have to do with marriage? And I think not only do we want to feel at our best for each other and be at our best for each other and to live a longer life together, you know, there's a lot of things we can't control about our physical health that kind of comes our way with different, you know, a diagnosis we get or, or maybe a tragedy that we kind of, you know, when we're in a terrible wreck that kind of causes us to have some permanent damage and changes we have to make kind of in our life we're talking about do what you can with what the body god has given you to to be at your best but i mean here's the big the the big uh kind of thing that we need Don't to pay attention to. the big butt. The big butt, no, yes. not on this show. <laughs> That's right. Um, but, you know, we need to pay attention to the fact that it's never our job, though, to be like our spouse's critical coach. Oh, no, no, no. And that's where mm. we've literally seen this one issue of physical health become the thing that causes the most marital problems, where one spouse maybe values physical health more than the other spouse, and they, they keep on being critical of their spouse, their spouse's body, and it just makes their spouse feel less than, and it causes a lot of fights, and it causes a lot of disagreements over what food to have in the house and, oh, yeah. and what routine to do. And, I mean, it can really get out of hand. You know, I think for some people this may be a minor issue, but I can't tell you how many times we've counseled couples where this is the issue. And and I think that there's there's truth on both sides. Like, if, if that's your marriage dynamic, if maybe, maybe you're listening and you have always been a healthy person, maybe you're an athlete and like health has been a huge part of your life you've always pretty much been in good shape and and it's been something that like you take pride in that's awesome that's a good thing i mean that's kudos to you for staying healthy and 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 using the gifts that god has given you but then there's a flip you know there's other people where maybe they've just not valued health as much maybe they grew up in a home where it wasn't valued as much or maybe they've they've had bodies that don't cooperate i mean there's some people that aren't as coordinated or they're not gifted physically when it comes to you know sports and such or maybe they, you know, their metabolism doesn't work like their spouses and they're constantly battling gaining weight and they're trying the best they can, but they just can't lose the weight they want to they want to lose. You know, there's both sides to this. And I think that what happens when when a husband and wife find themselves in this dynamic and they don't really, you know, try to look at their spouses being just different you know they don't you know i think sometimes they think well i'm right like i'm right you're wrong they're not offering grace to the they spouse. don't offer grace right. yeah. and and that's where we see so many fights and um and it really can affect your sex life majorly i mean if you feel like your spouse doesn't like your body and isn't attracted to you i mean it really kills the mood and there's things like that so we really have to pay attention to to kind of how we're approaching our spouse and what we say about their body how we look at them and if we're being critical we need to stop Mm. So what do you do I mean, if you see your spouse, and again, not being super critical, like they've just gone off the deep end and they don't care, but if they're starting to, you think, make unhealthy choices physically and yeah. with food, and you don't want to be critical, but you also want to be helpful, 
Hmm. And I'm not talking about our marriage. I'm just talking about, you know, somebody. He's looking. Did you see he just just spied at me in the corner of his eye? No, I think Ann's felt that toward me. No, I haven't. No, I know there's there's a couple listening or a spouse listening and go, well, yeah, but I... I see that he's drifting or she's drifting. Well, I have a Do I say nothing? Whose husband gave her a gym membership for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. And she's already been struggling and she knows it. But for him to give that to her, she felt like, wow, he mm. thinks I've totally lost control. And then she gained more weight because she felt so much shame. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. So don't do the gym membership. <laughs> no, unless well, she's asked for it. Yeah. Or he's yeah, asked for yeah, it. Yeah. You know. I think it, in marriage, we've got to be each other's biggest cheerleader, not each other's biggest critic. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's, it's spiritual gift list in the Bible includes the gift of encouragement. Yes. But the gift of critic is nowhere in there. And some people think in marriage that they have this gift or this responsibility to criticize their spouse or parent or coach their spouse. And that that crushes the, the, the partnership dynamic that God intended marriage to be. So. Just encourage each other toward good things. And I, I, that doesn't mean we put our heads in the sand if, right. if a spouse is going off the deep end. He just motioned to me. <laughs> no, no. I, <laughs> I did see that. She yes. did. Yes, she she did, did, Dave. She is the more disciplined in every part of our marriage. I think it was motioning toward me. She, right, was, right. she was the more, is the more disciplined um, by far. But, like, for us... We've we've just tried to like encourage each other by saying like hey let's get in the habit together of let's go on a walk every night you know which was where our best conversations happen mm. you know when we can just get outside go on a walk um, we're getting some exercise together but it's also about connecting instead of just right. saying hey here's a gym membership you know you could use it and if if either one of us ever wants to make an investment in our own health. Like we, we try to always support that, even if it's a lean time financially, if, you know, one of us says, hey, let's I want to get a gym membership or I would like to, you know, buy this this home equipment or whatever it might be. Then it's like, well, let's figure out a way to make that happen, because an investment in our health is is good. It's going to yeah. help us be at our best. And we want to help each other be at our best. Kind of a, an image we use in the book is like if your life it, it's sort of like it's built on a three legged stool and the three legs of that stool are mental health, physical health and spiritual health. And. A lot of us will get two of those three right. Um, and I think especially sometimes in, in, in Christian circles, we, we prioritize the two, the mental and spiritual, and we, we don't at all the physical. Mm-hmm. And when we don't at all with the physical, then that, that table's missing a whole leg, and it's going to make things wobbly. Even if your heart's in the right place, your mind's in the right place, your relationship with God's right. But if you're constantly, you know, battling with the physical stuff, and like Ashley said, sometimes it's out of your control. And yeah. if, if you're dealing with an issue like cancer or my gosh, you know, whatever issue it is, is, is spouses, it's a privilege to just serve each other in those in those areas and to, and to carry your spouse and hold them in their moments of, of weakness. But at, like Ashley said before, as far as it depends on us, hmm. even if we are dealing with an injury and like, you know, I share like I've gone through a thyroid disorder that's kind of put my whole body out of whack and changed a lot about uh, my life. You just you do the best you can with what you've got. You do. And say, well, one day we're going to get a new body in, in heaven anyway that will have abs, I'm convinced. <laughs> but right now, with this one I've got, I want it to be as healthy as I can, and let's encourage each other in that. Yeah. And, uh, and I think one of the beautiful parts of the, you know, the physical with your spouse, and I, again, we often go right to the sexual relationship, but when you're going through something physically and you have a spouse there as your partner, mm. What a gift. What you just said, Dave, whether it's cancer. I mean, I went through a back surgery thing where I was fighting sciatica for 
Years. Oh, I don't know. Mm. Seven, eight years. And wow. I kept putting off surgery and I'm going to, you know, I did different things at work. But when I finally went in for surgery, which, by the way, one of the best things I ever did, never had sciatica one second since. Awesome. But all I can remember about that time period of my life was she was right there. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a partner sympathizing with me, understanding, supporting me. At least it was to your a, face. <laughs> yeah, I heard later after the surgery, I came home and I'm laying on the couch like, I'm going to do everything the doctor said. I'm never going to get up. I'm never. She's, she and my son went in the other room, just laughed. I heard later they laughed. Look at dad. He's so They're mocking. They're yeah. But we didn't do it, it no. to his face. Then, right. And that's, that's compassion. Right. Yes. Exactly. Laughing behind back, I believe, is biblical and okay. It, it, <laughs> it's all in good fun. And it's, so many women would say, like, my husband is such a baby when he gets sick. I am a baby, aren't no. you? Oh, I am. She, I'm telling you. <laughs> I wish you could see Ashley. Hey, she just, so, she <laughs> just <laughs> affirmed that. She, You're a baby. She broke her toe a couple weeks ago in the kitchen. She just rammed her pinky toe and snapped it in half. Like, oh, I, mean, like it, I knew it was it. broken right away. And, like, yeah. I heard it. I haven't noticed you limp she, at all. No, she's. she's Jay would be on crutches. Because she's a warrior. She's Jason Bourne over here. <laughs> like, she's, she snaps her toe and all she does is go, mm. well, I broke my toe. <laughs> If it would have been me, I would still be weeping, gnashing of teeth, crying. I would be, there'd be a prayer chain, meal truck at the church. It's like people bringing meals. Like I would, I would have milked it. She, but she is just so tough. And I think that most marriages are like this, that women are tougher. Like, you know, men act like we're tougher. Yeah. And, and our wives let us believe that we are, but we all know, like, I, I cannot deliver a baby. I, I wanted agree. an epidural for her childbirth. Like, <laughs> I wanted it. Like, you ladies are just so much tougher. You're tougher. Well, well talk about much. this. We don't have a lot of time left, but, you know, let's do talk about a little bit about the sexual, uh, physical part of a marriage. And because of time, if you could say one thing. Hmm. What would be the first thing, maybe it's different for both of you, that you would say to a couple to say, what, how, how, how could you help me in my marriage in this area? How should I think differently, act differently? Talk to me about God's heart for the sexual aspect of our marriage. I would say sex is important, and it needs to be ha- happening regularly. It's going to look different for every couple. I mean, we have so many couples write us and say, like, how many times a week, how many times a month should a couple you know, should we have sex and like wanting us to give them a number? And I would say, you know, we can't do that. It's different for every couple. But one thing that is for sure is as you grow older, that's going to change a little bit because oh, your yeah. body we, is changing. You're sitting here with a couple that's older. So, yeah, we can affirm that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I think, though, sometimes, too, we'll, we'll kind of reach some stumbling blocks where things aren't working the same as they did or maybe the libido's changed or something. And we find where there's kind of couples come to a crossroads where, you know, maybe one spouse who feels frustrated by it is like, you know what, this is just it. I guess we're, we're just never going to have sex again or, or not nearly the amount we used to. And I would just say, let's not make excuse. First of all, let's have compassion for each other, but let's also not make excuses because, yes, things are going to change as we get older, but sometimes there's underlying issues like Dave's thyroid issue. It really affected his testosterone, just to be honest about our own situation. That's and personal. he didn't just, <laughs> he talks about it all the time, <laughs> but he didn't just sit back and say, well, this is just me. Guess there's nothing I can do. He re- 
did research and he went and talked to his doctor and he got on some supplements and because he knew he wasn't feeling quite like himself. And so I think, you know, just being willing to talk to the professionals who can maybe help you, because a lot of times there are things, especially even when it comes to energy level or, um, you know, our hormone levels being off, off, there's things that we can do, you know, that God gave us these amazing people that become doctors and do all this research and can help us in this area. And, and also pray about it. Don't be afraid to pray about your sex life. Like God created sex. It was completely his idea Thank you, Lord. for marriage <laughs> as a blessing in an amazing way for a married couple to connect. And so don't be afraid if you're having issues in this area, pray about it. Uh, give us some application mm-hmm. as we close, like maybe a couple things that we could do in this area that would really be beneficial to the physical part of our health. I would say, you know, do whatever you can to support each other in your quest towards physical health. And this is something I had to learn the hard way, but don't expect your spouse to do the exact same regimen that you do. And I remember early in our relationship, like I did after we had, I think our first or second child, I had a little extra weight on me and I did Weight Watchers and I was expecting Dave like to know all the point system and like it to do it with me. It was as close as divorce as we've ever come. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how many points in that just, ice cream? Like, I don't care. I know. Just He's like, like, you're killing the moment, you know. But I, I, I just really was like, we've got to do this together. Any health thing I do, you've got to do. Anything you do, I, I have to do. And, you know, obviously we want to enjoy all things in marriage together, but it doesn't mean you do the exact same thing. You know, you can encourage each other in your health journey by really just making the time and space for your spouse to do that thing. Like if, if they need to go to that class, that spin class at the gym and you all have children, just make sure like you're home at a certain time so you can be with the kids while they go to that class. Or if they want to go to that Weight Watchers meeting, you know, same thing. I think um, just making the time and space and arrangements to, to, to help them do this. Don't sabotage them. Like if Dave's on a huge health kick and really trying to meet certain goals, I'm not going to go out and buy Little Debbie's because I know I'm just going to sabotage him. And so I think just being able to encourage each other is is how we really can encourage each other to be at our best. Mm. I mean, every day, not judging, just encouraging. So wise, my love. Yeah, I would would add for our marriage, it's been really fun, especially as the kids have have left and we're empty nepsers, to do physical things together. Yes. And I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about a walk. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about a workout. I'm talking, I love it. Probably say it every week. Let's go hit a tennis ball because she's a great tennis player. Pickleball. Pickleball. But I mean, that's kind of who golf, we are. Yeah. We're alike that way. That's yeah, like but I did not. I did not want to walk with her. She's Ever. always walking. For years, she's like, "Are we gonna? Are we gonna get our heart rates up?" Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, but it'd be fun, wouldn't it? And then I go walk with her, and she's the fastest walker. I've, I can't even. <laughs> I'm can't jogging breathe. to get beside her, but we talk. Mm-hmm. Our marriage is enhanced, and I just thought, man, the physical part, which I always thought, I have my physical regimen, you have mm-hmm. yours. Now let's blend sometimes, and it's yes. a beautiful thing. We want to thank Dave and Ann Wilson, along with Bob Lapine and their team, for another edition of Family Life Today. Although our programs are produced in America, the issues facing families like forgiveness, communication, and taking care of our kids transcend national borders. These issues profoundly affect relationships everywhere. In Australia, family life is known as power to change and our mission is to effectively develop godly families, the kind of families that change the world one home at a time. A key part of our mission includes strengthening marriages and families all around the world. We want to do whatever we can to bring timeless truths to the challenges you face as you seek to strengthen your family and join us in changing the world. 
This program is brought to you each Monday to Friday through the generous gifts of everyday Australians like you. If you'd like to give a once-off gift or a monthly donation, please click the Give tab on our website at families.powertochange.org.au. Until tomorrow at the same time, God's richest blessings on your family. Thank you.